0: By watching or listening to this show, you are acknowledging that you are of legal age to purchase and consume cannabis in your region. This production is for adults only.
1: Have you seen The Slash?
0: Made by users, for users. Learn more at www.stonesmiths.ca
2: Merry Christmas!
0: This is the 12 Cultivars of Christmas. From December 1st to Christmas Eve, Dean Millard and Chris Ionson will reveal a different favorite each day. Stay tuned to find out how you could win a Cannabis 101 podcast prize pack.
2: All right, Chris, as we march towards Christmas Eve, we have another cultivar to tell people about in our 12 cultivars of Christmas. Of course, uh, the listeners and viewers can write all these down. Send us an email at Cannabis101podcast at gmail.com and get in the mix for a Cannabis 101 Podcast prize pack. Uh, You are going with something that is pretty rare, a pure sativa today.
1: Yeah, Dean, uh, for sure. 100% sativa. Uh, We're going to talk about Durban poison today. And that's a a pure South African land race uh, originating from the South African port city of Durban. Uh, This cultivar has gained uh, global popularity for its sweet smell and uplifting energetic effects. Um, It's the perfect cultivar to keep productive on a busy day, dial your focus in on creative projects uh, or even do some some activities outside as well. It's a nice strain uh, cultivar for for uh, spending the day outside. Uh, It's a very clear and focused high and hits quickly. Um, Now, now cannabis has been cultivated on the African continent since uh, at least the 14th century. And following the Dutch colonization, uh, cannabis cultivation had spread south to the uh, indigenous South African groups uh, like the Khoikhoi, the San, and the Bantu. Uh, and they referred to cannabis as Daga. Uh, mm. Yeah, Daga, D-A-G-G-A, Daga. Uh, so it's kind of cool to see, you know, cannabis has uh, been around for that long and been kind of, I guess, uh, helping the people out. Uh, now, the Durban poison uh, came, from, came to us from the, the late 1970s. Uh, American breeder Ed Rosenthal uh, selectively bred several plants from a bag of South African seeds that he brought back to the U.S. Uh, he passed around some of the specimens uh, to fellow breeder uh, Mel Frank, who fine tuned the genetics in, in terms of optimizing the flower time and the resin content and Mel's efforts resulted in a, in a A and B line of the original seed stock. And, uh, the B line was given to, uh, legendary Amsterdam breeder, Sam, the skunk man, Mm -hmm. um, and Sam the Skunk Man, uh, you know, he he did his thing with it, and, and 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 kind of messed with the genetics. So between these three cannabis breeding legends, uh, Ed Rosenthal, Mel Frank, and Sam the Skunk Man, uh, we have Durban Poison, uh, and and Ed Rosenthal, uh, he's known as the, the guru of ganja, the lead expert on cannabis cultivation, selling off. Uh, Mel Frank. Uh, is the godfather of growing marijuana uh, he's the guy that who taught the u.s to grow weed in the 70s uh, he's the author of many cannabis books but he really kind of uh helped a lot of uh early early day growers back in the 70s kind of get their footing uh and then we got sam the skunk man uh, aka dave watson aka sam selesny aka dr franken beanstein <laughs> aka the the king of Snitchcraft. Uh, and uh, yeah, he's got a lot of nicknames there. Now the snitch thing is, is kind of an interesting story. Uh, and that's due to a bust in Santa Cruz, California at the uh, sacred seeds location uh, where uh, the DEA uh, crashed in, uh, busted them. And uh, some say conveniently, it was just minutes after Sam had left the facility. Uh, and so someone said that he was an undercover DEA agent and, um, you know, because this bus occurred, um, you know, Sam was a part of that grow, uh, yet within a month, mu- a month after that bus, uh, that bust, uh, Sam was, uh, uh, on a plane, uh, to Amsterdam and in his luggage, he had, uh, uh a quarter of a million seeds, cannabis seeds, 250,000 cannabis seeds in his luggage. Uh, and yeah. Uh, so it's, it's kind of like, you know, where, you know, how he was just kind of given the freedom, uh, when everyone else got busted at that point, um, and uh, some say he is responsible for getting in Amsterdam uh, to, for bringing them uh, the haze, the skunk number one, uh, the Durban poison, and the Afghani seeds. So um, he is, uh, I guess, Sam Skunkman's played played a big role, even though he's got a little bit of uh, uh, controversy there. Uh, now, I got some Durban poison uh, uh, before legalization on the grey market. And, uh, and I was doing some research on sativas that were known to promote creativity. And... Uh, so I got some durban poison, and that's exactly what it did. It it got me dialed in with some art projects, uh, and uh, it was it was super nice, Dean.
2: You know, it's it's amazing. We we talk about uh, these crazy nicknames. Well, they had to have nicknames because they are talking about in the '70s where you couldn't exactly be like i'm frank smith Uh, you know like jack daniels uh didn't have to hide behind anything but in the cannabis uh you know breeding space you had to have a nickname or else you were going to jail or unless you had to deal with the dea maybe i don't know but uh it is kind of amazing (laughs) to have all the uh all the different nicknames out there now with this being a hundred percent sativa um, and we all are a little bit different. Those first-time users could, you know, we we sometimes do see in high-high sativas uh, a little bit more of the anxiety and, and the paranoia. That's why we sort of recommend maybe for that newcomer uh, and a balanced or or an indica. Sometimes there are some adverse effects
1: from really really high sativas, aren't there? Yeah, Dean, there there definitely can be. Um, I, I think with with. Sativa is being more typically of a head high, uh, where you've got um, a, a Sativa with a higher concentration of THC. Uh, that's just going to be a little bit too much THC kind of pumping your brains there, uh, where we can kind of experience that paranoia, that anxiety. You can overthink things uh and then just feel uncomfortable and it's, it's mm-hmm. not ideal so uh, yeah to, to beginners there uh you know just be mindful with the Durban poison I mean uh this, this wouldn't be one I would I would start off with for sure mm-hmm. um but if you're you're gonna try it out just you know little bits at a time slow and low
2: all right so if uh those experienced users are out there uh who are some of the uh, producers that are putting Durban poison out in our area here in Alberta
1: Uh, So right now we've got, uh, we've got a Durban from Hexo uh, and there is, uh, I mean, that's, that's kind of the only Durban that we've got in the Alberta market, Uh, but there is a lot of Durban, Durban poison and Durban found in, in the GSC cultivars, uh, you know, as we've talked about in the show in the past, Um, Durban poison is, is present in a lot of the genetics that we've got, uh, but we just don't have a lot of like uh, options to buy you know just Durban poison uh, for now so hopefully uh LPs are listening to this and they're uh you know looking to maybe add Durban poison to their uh library that'd be nice all right yeah especially uh, you know if you're
2: looking for that pure sativa that is rare out there uh, Durban poison uh, a land race uh, strain from africa is right up your alley. All right, uh, I'll be back uh, with uh, another cultivar tomorrow that has another fantastic backstory. So we'll tell you that one on the 12 cultivars of Christmas that continues right up until December 24th. Thanks a lot, Chris.
1: Yeah, Dean, thanks for having me, bud. We'll see you next time. A
0: new cultivar each day until December 24th. And you'll want to know the whole list, as that's how you win a Cannabis 101 Podcast Prize Pack. Think of it as a late, great gift for you or someone else. Full contest details at www.cannabis101podcast.ca.